guys, and welcome to episode 314 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Well, racism is over, Daniel. Oh, shit. Because Trump is out. Trump is out. And Biden is in. Every, it's over. Oh, thank God. Everything. Normalcy is back. That's what the illusion is, anyway. <laughs> But now I can complain hey. about there not being enough <laughs> unity. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only good, the thing I see is that, um, well, it's a lot of good things, but it's, well, you know what? You won't see a whole bunch of tweets about, like, from Trump or anything, or, like, telling lies or anything. I guess he's shit from uh, him because he's or banned being, from everything. <laughs> yeah. For or, now. Uh, unless, yeah. Uh, so. You won't see, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, so-called racist or sexist comments and stuff of that nature from our president. Uh, but still, I think you still will hear lies from our president. Just, oh, it'll just be nicer. It'll be nicer, yeah. you know. It'll be more and, palatable. Yeah, exactly. It'll be it'll like what a normal politician be a little does. less dangerous, and and sometimes. Yeah, but. I know a lot of people are excited. I mean, I this is another day. Um, it's what I it's like. I hope things get better, but I I don't. I, the day whatever. democracy survived, Dominic. Yeah, the state. The day the status quo stays. That that's what it seems yes, like. It has been redeemed. That, yeah, the status quo is back. So if you like the status quo, this is all good. If you didn't. It still sucks. That is, you know, I mean, for me, it wasn't great with Trump, but I didn't like what was happening before either. Let's not so forget, like, Dominic, hey. that Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> was released during the Donald Trump administration. Oh, it was. Yep. Yep. That's his fault. That's yep. under him. Everything under him is his fault. Exactly. But Did Andromeda Daniel, um, also come out while he was in office? But you know what? The Mystics... The Washington Mystics and the Capitals won under his administration. Mm, that's only because he wanted to make DC look great again. Oh, okay. He was it was part but of draining the swamp. Well, he should have he should have made the freaking um, Redskins when they were still the Redskins made again. See, see, then I, I guess I should take it back because the Redskins lost their name under the administration. Mm. So he let so that see, happen, Dominic. I think that I think that's bigger than even them winning championships. Even Obama <laughs> to, to, to protected someone. that name. <laughs> yeah, Obama protected that name for eight years. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, um, what else happened this week? Anything else? Oh yes, there was a there was a death um, in the sports world. Yeah, Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron uh, passed away. Uh, one of the greatest baseball players, the guy who broke the home run records, uh, mm-hmm. Babe Ruth's record. Uh, I mean, some people will consider him still the home run king because of, you know, with Barry Bonds situation. But, yeah, man, he was one of the great the great baseball players. He's before my time, but I knew of him. I knew it was like him and Willie Mays yeah. were like the, the big hitters, uh, especially um, for like African-Americans. Like representing them, um, but yeah, yeah, it was it was sad. Um, I don't, I didn't, I didn't get what he passed away from. 
of like uh, what was the cause of death? I haven't seen that yet, but yeah, I didn't see yeah. That. It, but man, it, man, he was like one of those. Um, it was one of those figures, like those figures for me, like legendary because you know I never mm. seen him, but I always heard about him. I was like, oh, Darren. So he say so he kicked that many home runs, and that's crazy. Uh, and like in video games before Barry Bonds was, he broke it. I was like, ah, oh, I gotta beat Hank Aaron's record now. <laughs> it's like I gotta get past Hank Aaron. But yeah, that that was cool. And they they talk about things he had to go through, like by breaking the record, like seeing racist beat males and stuff. It that's it's just crazy. I mean, actually, it's not crazy because it's, it's always been. But it's yeah. just that how people take sports, like you take it that seriously that. Oh, I hate this dude. I don't want him to break this record. I'm going to send him mail. And this is before internet, people. <laughs> so you literally had to write it. Yep. Uh, you had to per- put a mail return address put a stamp. on there. Yeah, and to send mail just to say that, to threaten him, to threaten to kill him and stuff for breaking Babe Ruth's record. Yep. Like, oh, this guy's a treasure. You can't, you can't break his record over a game. It's just a game at the end of the day. Yeah, but you add a, a couple of touches of racism in there, Dominic, and people do anything. <laughs> Sprinkle a little bit of that on top, and yep, I'm definitely walking to the post office to send that N-word a letter. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. It's like, God, just appreciate like someone doing it's just It's a game. I mean, oh, well, like they broke his record. It's like, like, Things go away. People still know Babe Ruth is one of the great players of the time, even though I'm a little suspects on it. I'm going to say I mean, it's I'm incredible gonna, no, I'm that he could play it was the good. game so hard in that shape. <laughs> yeah, very impressive. I mean, look, no, he's he he. Babe Ruth is legendary, but I always say that hey, he played a time when no minorities could play the game with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he was, was a playing different when world. a fastball was, was 56 miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I always wanted to know how fast the fastballs were, uh, because come on, if, if they were throwing that hard, I, I'm not. Listen, I want to take away from the game. It's a different game, different <laughs> game. Sports evolve, sports evolve. But when people always talk about like how great some of these players, old players were, I always wonder. It's like, but the pitching had to be different, right? Because these pitchers can't even. They only can pitch thirty games or so. They can't pitch like I'll be seeing. Um, the records, like these people lose a pitch like a hundred plus games. Yeah. How the hell you put your hundred plus games <laughs> going on nine seven miles per hour? <laughs> yeah, I said, come on, some you gotta tell me something's going on with that. Anyway, but yeah, yeah, Hank, um, Hank Aaron, uh, he will be missed absolutely. And I remember the Futurama episode he was on, <laughs> and he, <laughs> I think he played, I think he played his. Great, great, whatever son, uh, who was a horrible baseball player, and then he <laughs> played himself. He was in the jar in the head uh, on that episode. Yeah, that was pretty fun. That was when um, Leela was like a pitcher for that. Uh, I forgot what they call the game on Futurama. Learn it was some ball. weird. It was a weird baseball game. They call it something um, yeah. scrum ball or something Learns ball. ball. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, yeah, Blurns ball probably. Yeah, yeah. and Leela sucked. Cause she had no death <laughs> procession and she always hit people. She always hit the uh, hit the batter. But yeah, that um, yeah, that 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 was sad. But, um, I don't know if there. I thought like there was another death, but I think it was like an older politician in Maryland 
died. Oh, really? And I didn't really know him. I didn't, I didn't really know him. I just saw so, the, the one that I just told you about earlier. What is his name? Why did I completely forget his name, Dominic? The suspenders and the glasses. <sighs> Does the interview Suspenders and glasses. Had COVID oh. recently. Wait a minute. You talking about the news reporter? Yeah. He he died? Yeah. Um, oh my god. Larry. Um, Larry. Oh my god. Larry. Dan, you yes. make me Larry King. Larry King, yeah. Larry King passed away. He passed when did he pass away? Um New York Times reported it two hours ago. Oh, okay, so it was very, very recent. Yeah. Okay. I'm about to say I was like, I didn't hear I would have heard Larry King die. I said, How I didn't hear this. Okay. So it was this morning. It's almost like, well, at least reported this morning. Okay. Yeah. Darn, Larry King. Damn. 87 years old. Honestly, I would have guessed he was older. Me too. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, I think I was just talking to, uh, what, my mother. And, like, I think she thought he was already dead. Yeah. And then I, I was questioning myself. said, maybe he is dead. Yeah, you got Betty White live and kicking at 99 around here. I know. She's seen... <laughs> She's older than the queen. Can who's going to go first? That queen is just kicking, man. That queen. I was like, I, st- I still, I don't believe that. That's her, man. I'll tell you. I think she died years ago. Wait a second. Uh, is Bob Barker's still alive? Bob Barker's not still alive, is he? Uh, I don't, don't know. Death. I thought, I thought he. Don't have the death on Wikipedia. I could have swore he was dead. Oh, maybe he just retired. I mean, he just retired. Man, that's wild. And I know I was reading that Dick Van Dyke was consulting on the WandaVision show, and I was like, man, Dick Van Dyke's still alive. Oh, yeah. I know Dick Van Dyke was still alive. I mean, we were were talking about that. I was saying, like, him, Betty White, and... Oh, like, the queen... And the woman who died, that he did a... uh, The woman who died... Recently, who was an old actress? Because I was saying, like, ah, the queen outlasted her. I forgot mm-hmm. her name. The lady who threw the hat in the air. Yeah, uh, it got Tyler stuck. Moore? Yeah, when she died, because I was I was mentioning Dick Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. Um, by that time, I say, oh, he's still alive. All right, so I we could that's all we could dead people now. Um, <laughs> I guess we could get into what we've been watching. So I'm the only one who really watched something um new. So, I mean, you watched WandaVision, but I haven't watched it yet. So, yeah, so we'll save that for when you... I mean, was it was it good? It was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. There's definitely going some places in this episode. So, oh, okay, get some progression. Uh, yeah, so I watched uh, Batman Soul Dragon. It's uh, the new uh, Warner Brothers, you know, DC animated movie. Okay, uh, that just recently released. Where it's really not about Batman. It's really about the other characters. Like Batman goes to this. Uh, I I don't know where this is. It's somewhere in the mountains in the Asian cu- country, mm-hmm. and he trains like with these other people. Um, like the the Bronze Tiger is there. Well, he's not Bronze Tiger at the time. He's just an angry black man um, <laughs> at the moment. Okay, so that's I mean, they even say. Okay. They even, they even say, uh, the guy said he has an anger issue. I said, oh, my God, they're really doing the stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Um, then you had like Shiva, and then you have um, Richard Dragon. So it's really I think the main character is really Richard Dragon, but mm-hmm. Batman I guess had to be there. So <laughs> they put his name on it so people go see the movie now. Exactly. <laughs> well, by the movie, but it, it's it has a like a sixties like a film kind of uh, feel to it. Yeah, that's definitely what I got from the trailer. Like a, a, a yeah. Jackie Chan movie. Not a Jackie Chan movie. Bruce Lee movie. Bruce Lee, yeah. Because he's like, yeah, Richard Jack's like a Bruce Lee or something. And so they, it's like also a little black exploitation, you know, because of mm-hmm. um, the Bronze Tiger. And Michael J. White's talking for him. Okay. Shiva, she's spoken by, uh, what's her name? Hugh. I'd seen her before. Hugh Laurie. She's a. I forgot <laughs> no uh, I forgot her name but she's been around in movies and oh, okay. I know I and she's been uh she's been around she's a good looking woman and I forgot God talks for Batman I I don't really know him but I know he played in Grimm He was okay but the movie was all right it was an okay movie it wasn't great but it was okay it was enjoyable like I enjoyed it the it's just that it didn't really go I felt like I wanted to get more story out the other characters mm-hmm. it's almost like i kind of wish batman and since it's not really a batman movie that man batman Stone maybe didn't have to all. be here <laughs> yeah and where we could just really get a story of richard like i think they really could have fleshed out richard more mm-hmm. because he said like he was the main character uh, yeah. of it tell me more so, about dick dragon yeah well when they said rick called rich i was like is this like their version of Dick Grayson or something is about at first, at first I was really paying attention. Then I realized, okay, this is his name, Richard Dragon. But yeah, the movie it was okay. It's an okay movie. It's an okay spinoff of the Warner Brothers because I don't know what their story is. Like, where is there like a connected universe now since they ended it? You know, technically, um, in the last movies because they had you had a Superman movie that came out. You had the Deathstroke movie that came out. You got this one. And this one definitely is not going to be connected with those because this takes place in the 60s. And Superman, maybe Superman is the start of it. I don't know. That's a, that's a new big storyline, like connected universe for these anime movies. But uh, we'll see. Uh, then that's it. That's all I really watched. So I felt like I watched. Oh, yeah, I did. You know, I did catch a blackish episode i was forced oh, yeah? to watch okay. <laughs> oh no it was it was the episode when they were a cartoon oh and was he was thing. running for congress well his boss was running for congress the main character and so he felt like he was compelled to run congress because he didn't want his boss to win right and i have a problem with blackish uh i have a problems but it, it was funny i think you will like it I'm just waiting for the Joe Biden celebration episode. Yeah. uh, But I mean, I do like it better as a cartoon form, as in cartoon form. I do like the show (laughs) a lot better in that form than the regular form. I mean, Blackish is an all right show. I mean, it's funny, but I have my personal problems with it. It's like a personal problems with it. It's not that because it's not funny. Uh, I got personal issues. But other than that, um, yeah, that's all I watched. So I guess we get into what we're playing. So what should we playing, man? 
All right, so I've just been playing a little bit more Hyrule Warriors. This week just kind of breezed by. I don't I don't know where the fuck it went, so I didn't play too much. But I got a little bit further into Hyrule Warriors. Um, I got the the Zora lady person hero. Oh, you got her now. Um, oh, okay, how she look? She looks all right. Uh, the gameplay is is okay. It, it feels a little different than the other stuff. I still lean more towards. Um, Oh, What's I was saying how she looked because she still looks sexy. Oh, yes, absolutely. Like in the other zones. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I still, I think my favorite character still right now is, um, what's her name? Uh, why am I blanking? Impa. Impa? Uh, yeah. Just because, like, the stuff they do with, like, her multiple illusions or whatever, I guess you call them, like, I, I think that stuff's really cool. I think Zelda's still kind of my least favorite one. I just... Her stuff oh, yeah. she's, all just yeah. seems so like disconnected and and weirdly juddery. Like there's, there's it's not a lot of smoothness to her gameplay. It feels like, um, but yeah, I, not too much of it. Just been playing a couple more levels. I still like it. You know, it's neat, but you know, still just kind of trucking along. So, what have you been playing, Dominic? All right, so I've been playing some more Civ Six. Still on that same campaign. There's been really no wars broke out. Like, everybody's being really peaceful. I'm trying to win science. I'm like, I'm competing competing with Australia. Like, I'm winning the culture mm-hmm. war, but I'm losing the science war. And I, I kind of want to win the science war. I want to be the first to get into space. I still think I could beat them because I don't know how. F- I really don't see them, like, hear anything about them building a space station. Like, I've already started building one. So, hopefully, I can beat them in that. Um, I know a lot of people was, we were trading, like, by culture works like i got like even famous writers writing something it's like oh i'll buy this from you this writing from you like for their country and sometimes i sell it because i want some money sometimes i don't because like sometimes they want to trade something that i don't care like open borders but i was like i don't really care about going over your borders anymore because like i I basically walk the whole map now that that doesn't matter to me so yeah i think australia denounced me one time because i was i built like one more city near their borders and I didn't apologize for it. I said, I'll build what I want to. And they got angry. And I said, fuck you, Australia. Yeah. Fuck you. Show them. Kangaroo fuckers. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> it was like, I, was, I was joking. Oh, to anybody who's listening from Australia. Oh, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it. Yeah, I'm still having fun with that game. Um, I believe, like, because you go up to, like, 500 moves, I finally hit the halfway barrier. So I did 250-plus moves. I know that. Mm-hmm. So this is, like, the longest I played the game in a while. Because I think by now, I would have destroyed everything going on the <laughs> PC. Because I would, I think I would always end up putting a cheat sword, and then I'd be like, I got infinite money. I'm just going to keep building soldiers. Yeah. And just, just, like, always build up soldiers. Put them around the border of a country, and then they say like, "Hey, I don't like your soldiers doing it." Uh, I was standing here. I said, "Oh no, I'm not doing anything." And then I go to war. <laughs> and then I go, I go <laughs> attack them. Like you get, you get um, negative stuff do happen when you do that. Like you get like called a warmonger, and I forgot what the penalty is. Mm. But since I was like had cheats, it didn't matter what the penalty was. I don't care. Yeah. I was like, I take that penalty. I'll take your damn country too. Uh, all right. <laughs> Anyway, um, also I played some Trails of Coast Steel. Still playing that, same playing that. Much to say there, um, 
because you know I already talked about this game before. Mm-hmm. Also, Call of Duty Zombies. Um, well, Call of Duty, what is it called? Um, what is the newest one? Black Ops Cold War or Cold War or what it's called? Um, yeah, just, it's just I Cold it's War, Black right? Um, oh, it is Black Ops Cold War. I don't remember now. <laughs> No, no, uh, it has duty. to be. It's the same people in there, right? <laughs> it's, it's, some of the characters are in there yeah, from the Black it's Ops. Black Ops Cold so, yeah. War. Yeah, so Black Ops Cold Too War. Words, they had a free <laughs> yeah. They had a free trial of Call of Duty Zombies out. I think it's technically st- still out. I'm not sure. I forgot it was a date up there. I forgot it was the twenty fourth for the maybe it's yeah, maybe it's tomorrow. It's the last day. Uh, well, by the time you hear this podcast, it'll probably be over. So I've been playing that. It's it's it was fun. It's just that it gets a little difficult after like wave ten, mm. and like I get killed in two hits. But I think, see, I'm not. I haven't played zombies a lot, so I'm guessing the more you play it and you level up and you put on your perks and stuff, that you can survive. Like it, it'll be a lot easier. But which I, that's why I don't like because I like it that I like the way Left 4 Dead does zombies. Like you know, you just you just play it. You know what? You just play the game. It's not about level up your characters. You just you got you get the resources you have and you just try to deal with it. Yeah. I don't want to be like, oh man, I just not I'm never gonna be strong enough regardless of what I am. I mean, if I start out, I gotta keep dying and or keep killing and to get stronger. Um I mean as I don't I don't mind that like during the game maybe have some mechanics like that. Which it seems like they do. It's like they I think they put a lot too much for me. I mean, you already got in there where I have to, where I kill zombies, I get money, and I use that money to buy new weapons while I'm playing. Yeah. Um, they put the mechanic of me leveling up, and then when I go to the menu system, I can use perks and think, uh, perks and things of that nature. It's like you're, you're making it more complicated than what it needs to be. I, I don't feel like it needs to be that complicated. It doesn't need to be all these mechanics in there. I think this could be very simple, it, it, but... But what I what I played, it, it seems fun. It seems fun. There's a story to it. I wasn't really paying attention, but it seems something to do with some machine the Nazis did or something. Because he, he, even at one point, we was pressing buttons in this lab. Like, you're in this old lab, uh, this old beat-up lab from back in World War II um, times. And, like, I guess you're currently in the Cold War, so the 80s or something, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. 80s or 70s late 70s but anyway uh so you're there and you're killing these zombies uh of course and then you get to this lab if you unlock it just like if you play other zombie modes like every now and then you get if you get enough cash you can unlock a new area and then like this little warp thing happens like in uh dimensional warp um happens where you go to another dimension and then you see some monsters like these dog-like monsters I was shooting, and then they warp us back to normalcy and to shooting regular zombies. So it's a story behind it. I just don't know what the hell. I don't know what the hell it is. I mean, it seems cool. It seems like it's fun. Um, there's only one map right now. I think that's how it usually starts. It's like one map, and then later on another DLC will be another map. But yeah, it, it it seems okay. Like I have fun. I play with people, um, other people, and there's other modes too. You have the normal zombie mode. Then you have one where it's a timer, so you have to keep killing zombies to keep the timer going. And then there's a, uh, there was a one other mode too. I just what, 
what was it? Uh, I forgot. I forgot what the other mode was. I forgot what it was. But it, yeah. I mean, it's the game is fine. It's 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 fine. I mean, it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, really. It's like it's like I like it. It's there, but it's just like ah. I mean, I had fun playing it though. It's like I had fun playing it. I just wish it wasn't the way it is like that. Mm. Just like well, I guess like with World War Z. Like I wish it wasn't um, built that way. I mean, it's all right, but I don't really care about the level system. So I just hey, I just like Left 4 Dead. I like the way they did it. Also, I did pick up Scott Pilgrim on the nice. Xbox, and been playing through that game. And man, then that game is another game. I forgot how tough it was starting out. Like, but see, that's <laughs> a game you yeah. yeah, it's tough starting out, but you once you level up. You know, things become easier because you get new moves. And I forgot, like, oh, yeah, there's a level-based system with this game. And, God, I really wish they had the easier mode. Because easy mode <laughs> is not really... Easy mode feels like average, normal yeah. mode. Which, you know what? Maybe it is normal mode. Maybe that isn't... I wouldn't consider that easy mode, i tell you the truth. Maybe there is no easy mode and that's normal mode. But, yeah, because it was... I be, They be kicking my butt sometimes. And oh yeah, I mean, I I remember having a hell of a time with that game. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, when I played my friends, it was a little easier because they can at least revive you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that that was cool. Though um, we end up like we end up getting to the fourth world, I think. Then died or third or fourth world, I think it was the fourth one. Uh, we was on a bus, and I don't know what happened. because uh, we we both died. We about the we always it was three of us. So only one of my friends was left, but he couldn't figure out how to move forward. I don't know if it was a glitch or he was. We would just figure out what was wrong, but we it was about late, so we was done with it anyway. But other than that, I mean, it was fun. I liked it. I do wish there was a mechanic of like just going to the store to buy items because mm-hmm. when I go to the shopping district. I was like, oh, I can just go to the shopping district. So I can just go to the shops. But actually, it takes me to... Um, the shopping district is part of the first level. So it just takes me to that part of the first level. So I still could, I can still buy stuff, but I still have to fight people. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I just want to go to the shops. <laughs> I just want to buy some items, man. Like, buy, buy some stuff. I don't want to... I mean, I thought there was a way you could do that. Maybe I just didn't figure it out. But if you can't, that sucks. I have to do that to buy items. And some items you can't carry. There's only certain items you can carry to so you can use uh, to take with you. And I just use right away, which I wish all items could just do that. Yeah. But other than that, um, I mean, the game is fine. It's a fine game. I mean, it's it's a fun game. I, I, I like Scott Program. I mean, it's, it's a fun brawler. Uh, I like some of the things they do with it. It has its slight issues, but, I mean, hey, for 15 bucks, I think it's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got? Uh, actually, that's it. I think that's yeah, that's all I played. Oh, I did play a little bit of Injustice too. I played a little bit of Injustice too. I played like a, with. What'd you say? Sorry, is, was that like a free weekend or something this week too? I thought I saw somebody else talking about that somewhere. If it was, I had no idea because you know I got it from Game Pass. Yeah, on the PC. So that's what I've been playing. And plus, I have it already on my Xbox also, mm-hmm. but I was playing my PC version because I 
can use cheats to buy all the all items <laughs> for costumes. Yeah. So, so that's what I was doing. Just like people, like I love everybody to like they got it. So if you use your coins to level level up everybody to level thirty. So I did that. So I so I'm good with that. Like I don't want to use the cheats when I'm fighting. Uh, I yeah when I'm fighting um, enemies, I don't put the infinite um, health. I, I don't mind like fighting normal. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I just want to be able to just get the um, the costume pieces. That's all. I don't right. feel like just like freaking playing all day just to get cash and loot boxes and shit like that. Man, it sucks. Which technically, I guess, like, oh no, that's stealing. Oh, I, and I did see somewhere. Let me see that Denuvo is that. That's the anti-piracy thing. Is they're doing something with anti-cheats. Oh boy. But people are saying this is not really anti-cheating. This is more anti-microtransaction. Mm. Anti-theft, like, like, Dominic. Well, anti, yeah, at well. Not anti microtransactions actually like helping microtransactions because yeah. anti theft of microtransactions, I should say. Uh because it's making because people like people said, they don't like grinding. These microtransactions really hurts the game. It's like, hey, or or you say, look, I can some like uh with cheat engine, you can be specific, like say, hey, I want to make my damage slightly more because y'all made it too tough on a certain level of certain games. Like, say, like, well, like how Assassin's Creed did. Yeah. With um, Odyssey, with all the stuff like, hey, you can make the game easier if you pay for this. So, well, I can just change the damage to be slightly more and I make <laughs> it easier myself without me having to pay yeah. for it. Um, so you make the game actually playable. Uh, so, this, I, I see what did it, how is this good for publishers? to do that because it's like hey yeah because these have the cheats is making people not pay for our way of cheating basically is <laughs> our they pay yeah. us to make the games easier for them all these developers just need to put the options in like control did then we wouldn't have to cheat you shouldn't you shouldn't have it in the game especially with me to pay for it are you fucking kidding me like for me to pay for it like it's one thing that you don't even have it so i can pay for it that use cheats, but it shouldn't even matter if I use cheats. Then it's like, hey, I, I bought your game, man. But then you're going to have it so that, hey, if you want to make it easier, you can pay this option. They will help make things a little easier for you. No, I'm not going to pay you XP for that. Doubler. <laughs> yeah, that that's dumb. Ah, I'm trying to find an article. Let's see. I know Doom Eternal last year we we moved anti cheat because of backlash, but I heard they were bringing it back. I, I heard it was like, oh, it's, it was. In Steamworks, I think that's what it is. It's available in Steamworks now. That's why it's coming back in the news. Oh, weird. That's yeah, so yeah, they can integrate the new anti cheats in their games. We don't want it. And people, yeah, people don't like that. See, that's it's one thing to be. I can't get like. It's hard to argue about the anti piracy with that. The only no. thing you argue is that hey, it's causing these hey, I the games be able to that I. Games. Yeah, it's just, that's my argument. Well, no, yeah, okay, <laughs> but is that the, some of that stuff you put in there is causing games that people bought like to run not as mm-hmm. good, not run great, or having little yeah. bugs because of it? But but anti cheat, I feel like unless you got something for multiplayer, like it's for multiplayer, that's I understand that. But if it's single player, who gives a shit? Who cares? Exactly. It's a single player experience. 
me all the options then just that's the that's the thing right is like that's always the thing is like oh people use napster because there wasn't a good way to just get music and now that there's a good way to get music less people pirate music so why the same applies the non-piracy related things if you give me the options in the game to do the thing i want then i'm not going to have to look for outside sources that are trying to break your game yeah you you put in these insidious mechanics in there that like what you did with uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and some other games probably had it too, but that's the only one, that's the biggest one that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, that hey, you can make things easier, like doubler or or with your loot boxes. Like hey, I want this item, but I don't want to get a loot box. I want to just be able to buy the item, but you don't give me that option. So I'm going to get a cheat that gives me so much money, so I can keep buying loot boxes all I want, and I possibly could get the item I need without having to spend real money on the chance to get it. It's one thing is like I can just get it, but you give me a chance to get it. Yeah. yeah. Come on. So yeah, that that's especially for a single player experience stuff. It's just yeah, it's ridiculous. All right. So I guess we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to the flashback segment. All right. Let's go back in time, shall we? Doodle doodle doodle. And we're back. And now we're flashbacking to the year 2011. So this week in 2011, we had some games come out. Uh, we got Little Big Planet 2 came out for the PS3. That great platformer creation. I remember you telling me about like how you didn't like the platforming and felt a little too floaty or looser or something. Yeah, like both of those things. That was always a series that I really wanted to like more than I ever actually did playing it. Yeah, I, I agree with you with the controls. Uh, I didn't feel that way, but yeah, I, it was another series. Yeah, that I actually did want to get into, like try people's levels and things of that nature. But it seems like Mario um, Maker really kind of scratched that itch for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and what else we got on PS3? PS3 also got they got Mass Effect Two um, in 2011. So that was a uh, exclusive to Xbox, and then it finally became. A non-exclusive. This is the point where Mass Effect finally became a non-exclusive to the Xbox and the PC. And now the play- Sony players finally got to play this great game. <laughs> yep. So uh, They also had that like, believe- comic book stuff that was really cool. Yeah, like, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, just since they didn't have the first game, they added like this comic book story where you got to make like the big decisions that would affect the second game. I always thought that was a cool way of going about it since they didn't do the first game for him. Yeah, exactly. Because that first game, that was actually Microsoft Studios at the time. So Mm -hmm. they weren't going to put it out for the PS3. But now they're going to be getting it. I mean, it never did, right? It never did come to PS3, right? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, Yeah, even like the... The package deals, but it has all three games. Mm. That was just Xbox, I believe, uh, maybe. Or they'll have, like, hey, you get the comic book. And eventually the Xbox got it where you can play the comic book. <laughs> you can mm-hmm. play that one, too. You, had to get, you get that downloadable. But anyway, yeah. But now, hey, we get, we're this year we're getting the um, remastered of these games. Let's see how that turns out. Also, Mind Jack came out for PS3 and Xbox 360. You know what? I didn't look this up. I don't Mind know what this is. Jack. Oh, this is a third-person shooter. 
and I guess you plug something to your brain or something. <laughs> you uh, jack into your mind. It is published by Square Enix. Of course it is. And okay, so what does you do? It's here it is on Wikipedia. The Glide Jack is a third person shooter incorporating a cover system. Okay. Uh the player character can carry two weapons and a grenades. Oh, they're copying gears. This is gears gears clone. <laughs> the player can mind hack civilians and weaken enemies, controlling them as the player character while the main character is controlled by artificial intelligence. Weakened enemies can also be turned to the player's side, becoming allies. Online players can hack into person's single-player campaign and take control of the AI enemies with play- while player one plays the game story campaign. The online players can help the solo player by attacking other enemies, or they can attack the player one themselves. That's almost kind of like Watch Dogs, mm. in a way, without... The whole actually hacking people's minds, you hack into people's phones, yeah. and they have that mode where you can go into people's games, single player games. This game was not rated really good, though. No, I uh, like this. Got- uh, <laughs> this quote from the reception part of the Wikipedia Eurogamer called it a strange blend of Resident Evil Five, Uncharted, and Minority Report, stating if you can look past the lack of polish and horrible graphics, there's a compelling and unique take on cover-based shooters here. That is a good. I think that's a horrible that, graphics. That that really that really sells the game right there. Yeah. We, I got to play this. This is come on PC. Um, doesn't look like it. it looks like PS3 and Xbox 360 oh. only. Oh darn! Square Enix man, I need to do a sequel. All right, remaster. <laughs> All right. So what else we got here? We got Venetica, which it looks like a third. Oh well, it's not third person. Well, it's an action role playing game, and it's published by who is this? Uh, DTP Entertainment. I'm not familiar with them at all. I mean, I remember seeing a woman, but I didn't, I never did pay attention to this game. She and, looks like I mean, bloody rain or blood rain. She does. <laughs> she does look like a her. She got this blade thing. Yeah. Um, it's a special type of blade that this just seems horrible weapon to hold. <laughs> uh, but it didn't get ready that well. Um, and let's see what they said up here. Um, the graphical design of the game was generally found lacking and dated by reviewers. RP RP gamer called the setting stunning but limited. Their praise to the scenery, adding that up close areas and characters look incorrect, and the game is marred with inconsistencies. Games Radar called experience playing of the game dizzying, citing sharp light contrast, erratic camera, and two small <laughs> subtitles. <laughs> this game may make you physically ill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody said looks like I think one uh, oh they also said look like PlayStation 2 or GameCube graphics yeah it, it got like a 61 the highest score I've seen 61 out of 100 on Metacritic for PC versions but mm-hmm. like a 47 for the PS3 42 for the Xbox 360 the short they gave it a 3 out of 10 uh, the the highest score I see is a 6 from GameSpot and IGN yeah it's well oh the guardian gave it a three out of five yeah that's why you don't go to game reviews for the at the guardian you don't use that to 
<laughs> but anyway, yeah, Fanatica. All right, uh, what else we got here? Monday Night Combat came out for Windows. I think it came out already on Xbox. I want to say. I want. I want to say it came yeah, out there first. I feel like we talked about it already. Yeah. All right. Also, the Plants vs Zombies, um, the original game, came out on the DS. Oh, also, I um, mean that is it for 2011. So now we're going back 20 years to 2001, and what we got here, we got NBA Live 2001 came out for the PlayStation 2. I remember this because my friend got the game. We were like, "Yeah, man, it looks so great." Uh, we, the basketball game got looked great too, and, and really. I, I at that time I really liked basketball more than football, mm. and it was horrible. It did not look that great. It was slow, and it just was not the big achievement like Madden was. Like visually, yeah. it was just and it looked better than the PlayStation, but it just like it didn't look great. And it feel like this was next level. I was like ah, and it was worse than what. And I was jealous because I was like, oh man, the Dreamcast got a better basketball game than this. Like, the 2K is better than this. Yeah. Yeah, that was disappointing. I was like, this is PlayStation 2. We can't be lagging <laughs> behind in some Dreamcast and Dreamcast. no categories. And no categories. So I was, yeah, I was heated. Well, but I'm glad my friend bought it because I was like, good. I ain't tell my parents about it because that would have been a gift that I I could have got something else with. Um, <laughs> I could have got another gift. All right. Also, the Typing of the Dead came out for the Dreamcast. And I remember reading this in, like, a Dreamcast magazine. Uh, like, how good um, like how good this game was, how fun it was. Okay, this sounds really interesting. Um, just that you have to buy a keyboard attachment. I don't know if you could just hook up any keyboard to the Dreamcast then. You might have to get a special keyboard for that. That's what I was curious about. They say you can still play with a controller, which I don't know how that will work. Because if you gotta use a controller to pick, pick the letters, wouldn't that yeah, take too long? That's pretty bad. Unless they do uh, it like like the Steam controller did that thing where it was like you use the two sticks and the combination of the buttons. But that's still like less about you having the ability to type and more about just you being able to memorize where where the letters are on the buttons or something like that. Or maybe it just gives you a prompt of like, here are five letters pointing the right direction or something like that. Yeah. And last but not least, um, Sony Interactive Entertainment America acquired Red Zone Interactive um, Incorporation. Um, so Red Zone, I, I don't really know them, I really, but the thing is they... Renamed it to uh, SCEA, SCEA Sports Studio. Okay. Um, Red, no, Red Zone is adds to the 989 Sports label. So I, I guess Red Zone was a sports studio. I don't know what they worked on before, but yeah. then they became a 989. And 989 was just called 989 Studios. Then it changed it to 989 Sports. I remember they did that. Um and I don't think 99 made anything else but sports games after that. Because no. Jet Moto was 99 Jet Studios. Moto. The first two I, I know it was. Moto. I don't know about the third one. I'm, I'm not sh- I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it was. I just don't remember. Because I never played the third one. I, always, I played the first two. But, like, yeah, 99 Studios was doing other games besides their sports games. But then it became, like, just a sports studio. But And now they're just... 
what Sony Interact into I don't know whatever. Um, they're under some label now. Um, those guys, it's not called Nine Eight Nine anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, that is it for two thousand one. So that's it for the flashback segment. So I guess we're going to take a break, and when we get back, we get to the gaming news. All right. into the gaming news so what we got Dan? all right dominic we got some some odd news here there was an a mortal Kombat official tournament happening about a week ago and oh, okay. during one of the matches one of the top eights they just kind of cut out of the match back to the commentators and they're like whoa something's going on that's weird and then you can kind of see them listening into i guess like a producer or somebody talking in their headphones and they're like oh we got a situation here um, apparently the situation was that titanium tigers, who was one of the competitors in the match, his build, like his customized character move set kind of thing. You can put names on them. And the name of his one for Shiva was why did NRS nether realm studios do this? Um, apparently a joking reference to the fact that, Shiva is apparently very overpowered and kind of a very easy character to play. There's her uh, stomp move that apparently can be spammed very easily. Uh, But apparently NetherRealm Studios did not take too kindly to that and disqualified them from the tournament and advanced their opponent immediately. Um, Apparently citing the code of conduct uh, apparently there's no specific rule against this but there is a code of conduct which basically gives nether realm carte blanche to you know disqualify people as they see fit if someone does not meet their standards of decorum so what do you think dominic too much not enough they can do it but kind of shitty uh yeah, not enough. They they should um, publicly <laughs> shame that man for for def- uh bringing um dishonor to their tournament. They but, should sue him for defamation. But it's that is really petty to me. I mean, it, it is not that serious <laughs> to me. It didn't seem either, like it. No. It, all you had to do was either ask a man to change his name, or or is it a big deal if he kept it? Really. Is it really that bad? Uh, yeah, really. Honestly. Does it really hurt you? Does it really hurt your brand by him having that? Definitely hurt their feelings, there? that's for sure. Because, I mean, people all talk to... I mean, apparently this is talked about within the Mortal Kombat community. All being... Like, like it's a known thing. But yeah. they... Hey, those people still love the game. You know, right? Exactly. It's this guy's like still competing in a tournament because he likes the game. You know. Yeah, they just yeah. I mean, it's not a really. Big, I mean, maybe you can. Oh, you you could have like used it as like a joke and say, "Oh, okay." So, I mean, you could have changed it around. It wasn't unless the, okay. 
well, first of all, may, maybe because why did Neverum do this? I said, um, studios do this. Uh, I guess you have to know the context too. It could be something else, right? So maybe that's why they don't like it because there's not enough context within that statement. And but but then at then you could just say, hey, ask to do the change his name. Now, if he says yeah, no, absolutely. then you yeah, because this is the first yeah. time it appeared in the tournament. This is the first time he used that build, so this is the first time they saw it. They yeah, you couldn't have just taken it down. You know, taking that you could even go as far as taking that stream down, letting them finish out that match, and then saying, "Hey, we need you to change whatever build you're going to use because that's not appropriate," or change the name of that build, whatever you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. So I can see because yeah, based on that, you don't know what it means. Like, what? What's it? What did Neverworm do? Did he do something wrong? What does this mean? Uh, but yeah, you could have talked to him. It, it, yeah, you made it. You made it a bigger deal than what it is. It wasn't that big a deal, and now you're gonna have people just like the Smash Brothers shit happening here. <laughs> um, like then yeah. people, people who didn't care is going to start. Ca- Start reacting to this. People mm. who didn't know nothing about this are going to start reacting to this, and it's not going to be. It's not really good press. So, oh. what? Why do this? You know, it's like it's like yeah, this wasn't worth it. I don't think this, this was definitely worth it. Yeah, by doing this, you just had ten times the amount of people who would have actually seen this during the stream now talking about it. I mean, this is something we wouldn't have been talking about had this not happened. And now no, I didn't even know it happened. I didn't even yeah. know they had a tournament. And, and now you've done this and now we're talking about it, and, you know, and, and that means, you know, the, the highest echelons of video gamers are now talking about this. Dominic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it means. Yeah. All right. Seems, what else you got? Seems kind of weird. Um, yeah, and weird. some other pretty bad news, especially all hot off of what we were kind of talking about the last couple of weeks with Tony Hawk. Vicarious Visions, the development team behind Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, um, they have been absorbed into Blizzard. You know, they were they were a part of Activision, but now they're kind of being dismantled and, and just becoming a support studio for Blizzard. The rumor Wait, is Wait, why is that, that bad news, Daniel? Because... Because unless they're, they've got Blizzard working on new Tony Hawk levels, I don't think that means very they good are. things for Tony Overwatch Hawk. Overwatch is going to have Tony Hawk levels in there. You know what? Overwatch now we're talking, Doc. You know what? Just get rid of Tony Hawk. That man's made <laughs> enough money. Just replace all the characters with Overwatch characters and make an yeah, Overwatch. Yeah, like Tracer, you know, yeah. skateboarding. Tracer skateboarding. Doing, I'm, I'm down for manuals. it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's a, it's just a bit concerning for me. I mean, it, it makes sense along with the rumors that are now going around that they're possibly working on a Diablo 2 remake and apparently previously another division. I can't remember. I think they're broken up by like Team 1 and Team 2 or something like that. But like the team that did the reforged Warcraft stuff was originally working on that. And obviously that didn't go very well. So it would make sense to bring in Vicarious Visions, who did an excellent job with Tony Hawk, also did the Crash Bandicoot remasters, um, did a good job with those. So I could see why you would want that expertise. But to kind of just absorb them into Blizzard and now say that they're going to be doing this thing instead of saying, 
okay, they're helping out this one time with that, and then they can go back to whatever. Uh, that makes me a little concerned, just because like we we've seen this kind of trend with with Blizzard slowly becoming more Activision-y and and less Blizzard-like. You know, I don't think we would have seen the Blizzard from our younger years, the Blizzard that you and I grew up with, release a game like Warcraft Reforged. I, you know, no, this I is not, a company that like Starcraft Ghost seemed like it would was pretty far into development. They just outright canceled. And there have been numerous rumors of other projects. Wasn't there even like a successor to Warcraft they were, or world of Warcraft that they were supposedly working on at one point that they, I think, yeah, I think I remember yeah. that. So, and now here we are having that reforged and, and now it basically eliminating a developer that just released, in my opinion, one of the top games of this past year. And that was I was the last just, hurrah. <laughs> seems like. Basically. Yeah. I mean, it definitely calls into question, the potential for my hopes of anything additional coming to that game or even getting a, you got, you got skate for man. That's it. I, you just I guess, yeah, skate that's, for. that's the monkey fall, right? Dominic, all these people fucking asking for skate four and they're like, you've got skate four, but we're going to kill Tony Hawk. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. I'm still hoping that they do something, either give us more levels for one and two or even release a Tony Hawk three plus four. I'd be, I'd be okay with that, especially if they release it at the same price as one and two. Um, but just, you know, not having vicarious visions around anymore. Like these are guys that for me at least came on the map by making an amazing port of Tony Hawk. I think it was two to the game boy advance. It was like that isometric one that was really cool um, and kind of showed off that you could do 3D stuff on, on the Game Boy Advance. Even though it was isometric, you still had you know 3D models and stuff, and it ran really well. So I guess we'll see what their future is, but it, it's, it's concerning to me to see the direction that Blizzard is kind of going in with this stuff, Dominic. Yeah. Yeah, that... They are really consolidating their studios, aren't they? It's, yeah. it's really just studios working on Call of Duty and Blizzard, Blizzard mm-hmm. games. Yeah, they really just consolidate these guys and just and the Blizzard games are like Overwatch. Um, you got World of Warcraft, uh, Diablo. Maybe we'll get another Starcraft, and I don't know if there's gonna be another. Man, maybe I don't know. There's gonna be another Warcraft um, strategy game. Mm-hmm. I thought with Reforged, just like, hey, they could do that, but maybe I don't know. Yeah. But Reforged seemed like it was at least testing the waters to see, like, hey, yeah. what's the level of interest? And then they just bungled that entire thing. Yeah, they so. bungled that. It wasn't the fans. It was you. You messed it up. Yeah, because uh, not. So. I mean, like, think about that. Not only did they release that game. But then they made people who were playing the old game unable to play that original game anymore. Like they transferred everything over to that new engine and it just didn't work the way people wanted. That's it's an incredible just fuck up on their part. 
Yeah, they're, they just found, I guess they found it, like, just, hey, this is works. We're going to keep going with these because we're never going to make money from these studios. We're never going to make money from this. I mean, the most original thing they've done is Crash Bandicoot 4. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the Crash Bandicoot remakes and the Spiral remakes and Crash Bandicoot 4. I'm trying to think of something very original that they've done. Blizzard is Overwatch. Overwatch uh, is, but I'm, I'm just saying I don't think you'll see something no time soon. I don't know if we're going to see anything original come out of like the publishing of Blizzard and Activision. Yeah. Which is a shame, because like, last year seemed like it was pretty successful for them, and it was the best year like quality of game-wise I've seen in a while from them. They had Tony Hawk, they had the new Crash, you know, that this is stuff that they hadn't done in years. It's, you know, we, we yeah. joke about what we've joked in the past about what they have. Like, oh, Call of Duty. They got Call of Duty and whatever Blizzard is working on at the time. But, you know, last year they actually put their money where their mouth was and said, hey, we'll use some of these brands that we have. And they've released a really good Tony Hawk game. And from all accounts, a really good Crash Bandicoot game. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, who did a Crash Bandicoot? What was the studio? The developer was it Toys for Bob that did that Crash? I mean, that's yeah. probably like the only thing we really going to see is probably uh, things out of those guys. Original. Yeah, they did I mean, Toys for Bob. Not, did not, that. not really. I mean, I wouldn't say original, but something not Call of Duty and not like the Blizzard, like the Blizzard games that yeah. we know. Yeah, maybe they'll make some more Skylanders games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we need more of those. Uh, so what else we got, Dan? All right, in some more positive news, Dominic, we had the Resident Evil Village showcase that that we talked a little bit about last week coming up. So they showed off a whole bunch of stuff. We'll save the actual village stuff for last. Uh, they showed off RE Verse, which is you're going to be able to play as your favorite Resident Evil characters in a multiplayer third person shooter. Um, that it's yeah, going to be free with the purchase player, of, right? Yeah, it looks less than interesting to me. It looked kind of yeah ugly too. I actually, actually would prefer that they did something kind of like a Left 4 Dead thing. That would actually back be to that. very cool, well, like just um, but, waves and stuff. <laughs> you know, like gears yeah. horde mode. Yeah, like a horde mode or something, or or something more actiony, like. Oh, you're going through these maps of like the game, but just playing it like in an action type of way, and mm. you know, like you said, it, like zombies busting through this, and but just with the Resident Evil um, framework behind it, like, but they made it like, oh, you're player versus player, and you're shooting each other. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? They basically Why? made bad <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> it's. Except it's not even yeah. like a battle royale, so they're not even like following and on that trend. You saying it's free with uh, Resident Evil Eight? Does that mean I have to pay for it separate? That game does not look like a game I want to pay for. I I would imagine that it's just not a game that you can get otherwise. Because yeah, yeah, just, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It feels it better like be a, this better is be a, a thing. Like honestly, I'm not even sure why they did it, but it's just just a bonus. Like here you go. Uh, we wanted. Somebody on the team wanted to make a multiplayer game, so we let him, and here it is for free. Because, 
yeah, it just, I don't know if they're going for like a more retro look of like, cause some of the models almost look like they were trying to make them into like PlayStation one graphic levels. And I don't know if that's just the look they were going for. If it's just like, Oh, you guys didn't put much effort into this at all. Yeah. Yeah, that that was yeah. I yeah, I looked at that. I was like, I don't like this look. I was cuz at first I was thinking it was just you know shooting raves of zombies and different mm-hmm. maps that in old Resident Evil games. I said, like, "Okay, this is cool." But then I saw them shooting people. Like you know the players is like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't like this." <laughs> and this nah, 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 this ain't for me. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Um some other stuff for the 25th anniversary of Resident Evil. There are going to be costumes and skins and weapon skins coming to the Division 2. Um, so you can get the like Leon RPD outfit and some other ones as well. So, you know, Capcom teaming up with Ubisoft there, Dominic, the dynamic duo, I guess. Maybe that'll get All some right. more people getting into Division 2 because I don't think I've heard anybody talk about Division 2 anytime recently. Nah, I haven't heard him talking about recently, but I mean, a lot of shit's come out since then. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But when did Division 2 come out? Two years ago, right? Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, now, now it'll be two years, right? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. February so of 2019. I mean, just one of those ongoing games. Like, it's probably, you know what, I'm, now I'm at the point where, if I don't care about you, is that necessarily a bad thing? No. Especially in those type of games? Because I think if I hear about you again... It might be like, oh, we're shutting down. Like, <laughs> right, oh, no. yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Still somewhere millions and millions of people are playing Rainbow Six Siege, and I'm just not hearing about it. So. Yeah, exactly. When I hear about Rainbow Six Siege uh, a lot, but we know that game's popular. I mean, how Overwatch? What's that? I mean, I mean, we heard a That's little true. bit of stuff for Overwatch, but, you know. You know people playing that fucking game. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. All right, Dominic. So the big stuff, there was a trailer, a new trailer, and also some gameplay footage for Resident Evil Village. Um, and it's, you know, it follows the same style as Seven, first person. You're playing as Ethan Winters, the same main character as Seven. So honestly, I'm not sure how any of this stuff is involved. I don't know what exactly the story is even, and... Of course, Chris Redfield is there, so there's some ties to the original series, but like I'm guessing we're not talking about like T virus stuff anymore because seemingly the the big bad and that you see in the trailer at least is this very tall vampire woman and her daughters. Um so unless they've mutated these viruses into turning people into vampires in Romania, I I don't know how that goes, but I also don't know what the situation was with like the deranged swamp family in seven. Do were they T virus candidates or, or was it some kind of mutation of the virus or is this just completely different territory here? I, I just want to know like, why does Ethan Winters want to deal with this shit anymore? I feel like going through that <laughs> shit he went through in the seven, he'd just be like, okay, I'm gonna like go somewhere nice and yeah, because he's I'll like go to he's talking about like having a baby shit. with his wife or girlfriend or something at the beginning of the trailer. So it's like, 
How did you get yourself involved into going to Romania to fight vampires? Are we secretly going to find out that this is, you know, they're working with Ubisoft, Dominic. Maybe they're also working with Konami and this is the Castlevania meets Resident Evil crossover that we've all never known we wanted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the game looks scary. It it also looks good. It looks like 7. Um I haven't heard them say anything about VR stuff. I'd be interested. One, I'd be interested if they did VR for seven for the PC, goddammit. Um, and then, yeah, I'd want to see more for, I mean, I guess kind of they're pushing it on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation brands. So, like, they don't have the next-gen VR stuff yet. So, I guess they wouldn't necessarily do the work to, to make it PlayStation VR compatible. I don't, I don't know. But oh, it, it is interesting. This game is, and they even announced it that hey, it's going to be on all systems, mm-hmm. like even the current gen. Yeah, so and they're doing it now after Cyberpunk. So you would hope that the one that they're putting out for those systems is actually going to be good. I'm thinking, I think Cyberpunk is an isolated incident. Like yeah. people keep trying to correlate, like all these game, all these companies need to just. Focus on next gen because you don't want to happen what happened. You don't want to happen what happened with cyber, Cyberpunk. Yeah. But I think Cyberpunk is an isolated incident. I don't think it's something that's it's going to just happen that every studio is going to have a problem with. I think mm-hmm. their problems are different. I mean, they their issues with something dealing with them, not because of the system's power. It's yeah. just, I don't know. I mean, like you said, you, there's a story out there. Maybe we'll get more on it. I feel that that was the incident that doesn't correlate like, hey, all the studios yeah. should learn from. I mean, yeah, you should learn from them. Just don't do what they do. But it doesn't <laughs> exactly. mean you can't work on all the systems. And that's why I say that, because like coming out and saying that you're putting out a next gen version after this stuff has happened makes me confident that you believe that the last gen version or current gen version or however you want to reference it is actually going to be worth playing and, and isn't yeah. going to be garbage like cyberpunk. Um, yeah. When you, when, yeah. When you try to be too quiet about it, because so, people got to ask you, Hey, what about this version? That's when I know like, okay, yeah. I might be wrong. Something's wrong. It's like, we didn't know that there were going to be versions before. If they saw all the cyberpunk stuff happen and then they go back and they're like, Hmm, these versions aren't running very well. If I'm them, I'm just like, fuck it. We're not doing them anymore. Throw them in the trash. Yeah. You know, take those 10 people that we got on the team working on those games, bring them over to the PlayStation 5 version. They can make a demo for us or something. You know, I'm not not letting that happen to me. Um, but yeah, speaking of demos, there is a PlayStation 5 exclusive experience called the Maiden Demo. There's no combat in it. Um, nothing like that. It just seems like it's exploration, almost like a PT style thing. Let you kind of wander around the environment and see what's going on. Probably get the shit scared out of you a few times. I'm sure I told you when I first saw it, cause I, I didn't watch the showcase until last night. So I was just kind of like skimming through the news the day it happened. And I'm like, Oh man, I'll, you know, demo on the PlayStation. And I'm like hooked up my PlayStation four. I'm like, all right, where the fuck is it? I can't find it on the store. I'm searching for it and I can't find it. I can find where I pre-order the game, but I can't find the demo. And then I, I'm like looking it up, like how to find the demo on Google. And it's like, Oh, PlayStation five. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> um, so I'm, 
I'm a little less mad about it, knowing that there's not really combat or anything in it, even though that doesn't really matter to me. I don't know why I'm just trying to justify, <laughs> justify not having a PlayStation five and not being sad about it. Um, but I also haven't played seven. So, you know, one of these days I need to get around to doing that. So I mean, you got the game. I, 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 I don't do. know. Todd, did, did we get the game free or did you buy that game on Xbox? Cause I got it. I, I know I damn sure didn't buy the game. I don't recall. I, I don't know that we got it for free. I thought, thought at one point I got it through like a humble bundle or something on the PC, but maybe I have it on both. And maybe at one point I was like, oh, it's cheaper yeah, than the I, Xbox. I, I know you got, yeah, I know you got it on PC, but yeah, I okay. saw on Xbox. I was like, when the hell we get this game? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that ever buying it on the Xbox. Cause like, I mean, when it came out, like I was already past kind of playing things mostly on the Xbox. I don't know why I would have got that if I did, unless it was like $2 or something. I was like, okay, I'll play this at some point. And then, you know, knowing me just never do. So, Yeah. One of these days I want to get around to that. I mean, it just, it still makes me a little bit sad that they never did a VR version for the PC. I think that's a lot of why I was holding back originally like even if it came later and i could get like a free upgrade or something like that there's a difference between playing it for the first time and experiencing it for the first time in vr and you know revisiting it where i might know that scares are coming and stuff like that um but now i just know it's it's never gonna happen so i might as well get to getting on that if i'm ever gonna play it so yeah, you might as well just get the PSVR. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. And get it off uh, Craigslist from somebody that bought a PlayStation Five or something and doesn't want it anymore. Who had pink eye? Exactly. Yeah, I mean it's it's perfect time to be buying used things off of uh, Craigslist, don't I? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I I think all of that stuff looks pretty good. The, the villains are sufficiently uh, uh, sexy and weird, and tall vampire lady is uh, driving people on the internet wild, so Capcom's already nailed the, like, memification of this game, so they got that going for them. So, yeah, it's pretty good showing. I think there's supposed to be some more information in the coming weeks too. They also announced like deluxe edition stuff and, and all that. There's going to be like a, you know, $150, $200 edition of the console version that comes with a statue and all that nonsense. Um, and also uh, there'll be free upgrades from the PlayStation four to the PlayStation five and the Xbox one version will have smart delivery. So it'll work on the, Xbox Series X stuff without having to go through a whole bunch of stuff. So that's also nice to hear. Um, so, yeah. And then in the other end of the spectrum, Dominic, for Resident Evil, there are now rumors going around that the Resident Evil 2 remake is being shifted to Capcom's internal Division 1 team, uh, significantly reducing the role of M2, who are the developers behind Resident Evil 3, because apparently M2 wanted to be more faithful and stay more close to Resident Evil 4, the original game, and Capcom maybe wanted to be less cautious and change things up a little more. Um, it sounds like M2 is maybe a little apprehensive about 
changing, excuse me, about changing it too much after the reception of three, which I think overall the reception of three was pretty good. It was, it was a little bit of fatigue. I think, I think two K mountain was such a drastic upgrade over the original, and people thought like the thing was coming up as game of the year stuff. And then, Oh, the next year we already kind of did that. Like obviously three is as much an improvement over the original three as two is, but it's not that much of an upgrade over two remake. So people aren't as impressed yeah. with it. Um, so, you know, it's, it, I think it's still sold pretty well and I think is still, pretty highly regarded but this is also a year where a lot of really good stuff came out you know it was it was a it was a pretty good game year you know there there was a lot of stuff so it is what it is i i'm interested to see how this turns out i mean i just played resident evil 4 not that long ago on the switch and it definitely needs upgrades to be more relevant in this day and age. I think at the time it was a revelation for that series, especially because you moved away from tank controls and you moved more into a control scheme that was more modernized. And now you look at it and you're like, Oh, they're still kind of tanky in a way that is, is a little, you know, archaic compared to what we deal with nowadays. Um, And as far as just like what we're seeing in like a resident evil eight, like you could go fucking absolutely ape shit in resident evil four, as far as like story beats and stuff and like new enemies and, and bigger, better creatures. I think you could really do some interesting stuff. Um, As long as they don't do anything, like I don't want them moving in the direction of like a Mr. X or a a nemesis. And I know those were the original games too, for the most part, but I don't want like chainsaw guy constantly chasing me through the entirety of the game or something like that. You know, I don't like that level of, uh, I I want there to be a place where I can just like set the controller down and be like, okay, I need to go do something for a minute and not worry about like some guy getting that much closer to me while I do that. Uh, Just take a breath. So we'll see. I mean, it's still still a ways off before we get that game. But, you know, for a game that in in some circles is highly, highly regarded as one of the best games ever, I they need to take their time. They need to reevaluate what they're doing, you know, take a step back from time to time and make sure they aren't doing anything to actively screw this game up. You know, you can. And I can see Capcom's point of view, if any of this is true, that you don't want to just release that same game. Like that kind of diminishes the legacy of that game. It's like, oh, you know, we created one of the best games ever. Here it is, but with prettier graphics. Like you want to, you want to take that step forward and make it even better. Um, so we'll see, see how it goes. Um, and then kind of the big story, unless you got something else before we get into this one, Dominic, there was uh, some, some nah. big news coming out of Microsoft. Um, originally earlier in the week, actually, what was it, Thursday or Friday, that they announced that they would be re, uh, raising the pricing 
of Xbox Live Gold to $10 a month, basically $60 for six months, 120 for a full year of service. And now that's, you know, being able to play online. Uh, a lot of people took that crazy. Yes, they did. They took it very harshly. Um, a lot of people very unhappy about this decision. Of course, you have your PC people saying, you know, oh, we play all the games for free on the internet. It's fine. Sony, which is a kind of a funny story because originally they did that. And then in PS4 times, they were like, oh, well, now you need PlayStation Plus to play these games. But in Sony's defense, they never made it so free to play games, things like Warzone or Fortnite you ever had to pay a subscription for. Um, something that you and I didn't really realize that Xbox had never walked back on. Um, yeah, I thought at some point they had in fact made it. So like the final fantasies and, and the rocket leagues and stuff like that. Well, I guess not rocket league. That was never free to play game until recently, but like a Fortnite and things like that, you wouldn't require the service. And that makes sense. You know, I, there's still obviously server time that you're, you're using and you're using all the services, the voice and all that stuff. It made sense when Microsoft originally came out and said, we're doing all this internet stuff for you to pay. It was a premium service. Absolutely. I mean, you compare that to what Sony was doing with the PlayStation three online and they kind of got there, but it took them a lot longer. Microsoft was very much like we have the ecosystem in place and this is what you're paying for. Um, I think that's become harder to justify over these past, well, the past generation and this current now generation, because you haven't seen a lot of improvements out of Xbox live. You yeah, haven't seen yeah, the exactly. kind of innovation that Microsoft originally brought to this space. And now you're seeing, you know, the competition doing the same exact thing. I mean, even on PC, you have things like discord where you can just hop in and, and chat with your friends or even in the, in the games, it's mostly built in that you can, you can do that kind of stuff with your friends. Um, now I, I saw this as a very cynical move of, Hey, for $15 a month, you've got Xbox Live Gold Ultimate that has Game Pass, Xbox Cloud Streaming, all that stuff, EA Access Now, things like that. And this was just a way to kind of nudge people or even force people in that direction as opposed to going in the direction of just getting Xbox Live Gold. So you're you're getting an extra $5 out. Well, you're actually getting an extra $10 out of them by telling them that they need to pay an extra $5 basically. Right. Is like, Hey, we're doubling the price of this, but Hey, for $5 more, you can just get the ultimate, you get everything. And Hey, now we got you locked into all these services. Um, so honestly, I saw this going in the direction of we're going to raise this price until we see the numbers move mostly to ultimate. And at that point we just cancel Xbox live because you know, this is the service we're offering. It's $15. We've, we've kind of did the crab in the pot move of like slowly raising the price, even though we didn't really, you know what I mean? Like the top end is the ultimate and then we're kind of slowly raising the price of the other thing, but that's just forcing you to, the ultimate anyway. And then all of a sudden, Hey, the, the lower tiers are gone. Um, 
but in an absolute <laughs> mind fuck here, I I got on Twitter this morning and saw that this stuff was still trending, and I'm like, oh hey, look at that! And apparently, at some point late last night, Microsoft completely reversed course, uh, canceled all the price increases that they were going to make, and even went further and are now making it so Xbox Live Gold is not required to play these free games like Fortnite and Warzone. And see, complaining and crying works, people. (laughs) And death threats. And death threats. I I was doing death threats. Oh, (laughs) damn it, Dominic. I mean, (laughs) thank you, but also, goddammit. But yeah, that that is crazy. Because uh, yeah, I didn't even know it reversed. Because you said it, and I say like, what? They reversed it? That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't, that quick. I didn't, <laughs> yeah, that quick. All in, all within twenty four hours. Uh, it's it's like what the hell? Like they were, I guess people were. They were loud enough. The voices were loud enough to say, hey, they were displeased with this. And they said, okay, fine. Or this, like I told you, this was the plan all along. <laughs> this was the plan it all along. It very well may be. <laughs> and they're also just, I don't think they're in a good spot right now to to think they could get away with a move like this. Like, they're not at the top right now simply because, like, they just put out a new system, but people aren't talking about it in the same way that they're talking about the PlayStation 5. And that's yeah. not to say that it's not good or even, you know as powerful or more powerful than the PlayStation five, but the word of mouth and the popularity is just not there. It's buying the PlayStation. And this is obviously a move that they could have made if they were at the top and said like, Hey, look guys, we're at the top, you know, we're offering a premium service. We we're asking you to pay more for it, but they're fighting as the underdogs right now. And this very much screams to me, Phil Spencer looking at this going, this is really bad optics and we need to do something about that. He, he seems like a guy that is very passionate about the Xbox brand and knows the right moves to make to, to bring that brand back to where he thinks it should be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad they did that. I'm glad they, they, they reverse course because it's like, come on guys, y'all don't need this now. Y'all been doing so much good. Well, Mm-hmm. And now you got this little bit that's a little controversial. I mean, a lot, there were a lot of people understood, though. Understood. Yeah, I, and this I was change. one of them. I mean, yeah. again, it, I was just kind of like, uh, I don't care if they're raising the price on gold as, not, as long as they're not re- raising the price on Ultimate plus Games Pass or whatever, because that's that's where I am now. But yeah, absolutely. It's, it's still, you know, bad luck for everybody that just wants to play online. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad they did it. Yeah, they, it, yeah, because this would have been like it's got. Kind of, I feel weird now because I was really ready to be like, oh man, what we going to talk about this? But now they reverse course, so that was like, oh, so now they're back to being consumer friendly again, Daniel. Yeah, and they're back to be the consumer friendly console. <laughs> All right, um, so I guess we can get into some games with gold. Oh yeah, I want to say this before I get to that. I want to do the. Game of the year. I want to make that a separate podcast. Okay. Like, like, um, so that's going to be a separate podcast, like a, like a bonus podcast that I'm going to put up that we talk about our game, our game of the year, our half-ass game of the year. Yes, that's what it's <laughs> going to be branded as. 
All right, so I guess you got some. Oh yeah, the games with gold has been released. They released the um, what the games we're gonna get for February. Yep, yeah, for Microsoft, and it seems like kind of coupled with the decision to raise the price, they also decided that they would raise the amount of games that we'd be getting. Yeah, because exactly. I'm counting more. They actually usual. got uh, five on here that we're gonna get in February, including Gears Five. So if you're not a Game Pass member, that's pretty cool. Well, you got also timely Resident Evil, the original HD remaster remake uh, of that first game. So oh, that's, also that's nice. Cool. Yeah. Also, Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. Again, sort of timely now that we know we're we're in oh. the midst of a new Indiana Jones game. Yeah, exactly. I forgot also, about. Yeah, that's. I knew there was an Indiana Jones game that came out. Because, yeah, there was going to be another... Yeah, it was going. we talked about the one that was going to be on a 360 PS3, but that got canceled. Mm. And I, but I knew... I was like, there was one on Xbox. It was an original Xbox. I was like, yeah, okay. Now I remember. Now I remember this one. I remember, too. Because I was like, what game is that? Okay. And then Lost Planet 2 and Dandara Trials of Fear Edition. So we've talked about Dandara in the past. That's a... Yeah, but I, I wonder what what is the Trials of Fear edition? I mean, this is 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 easier mode. I hope it's an easier mode <laughs> in that one. <laughs> I could only hope. But, it's a mode that points me directly to the store and says, "Hey, this is what you use those points for. Stop losing them all and being really bad at this game." <laughs> so yeah, Dandor. Yeah, that that was a good game. I, I never finished it, but I did enjoy enjoy what I played. I think Lost that's Planet also 2. available as part of Twitch Prime right now as well. Oh, okay. Uh, Lost Planet Two. That was a game I was excited for. I remember they had um, they had a trailer before they gave us that demo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that looks cool. Like four player co op, and you try and take this, um, fight these monsters. Um, because I was into Monster Hunter. I mean, I didn't really know much about Monster Hunter, so yeah. this was like ah, Lost Planet, like a shooter. Like I said, this is like Gears and your Chinese. Big monsters. It looked it looked nice at the time. It looked nice graphically and everything. When I played the game, it was just the controls felt weird, and I did not understand what the hell I was doing. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll try. I'll try it again, just to see. Um, maybe I have a better understanding of it. Maybe I have more appreciation of it. But yeah, Lost Plan. That's another Capcom series that was big early on, like um, mm-hmm. for the 360 PS3. And then it just got no. lost. I think Lost Planet 3... It was Lost Planet 3, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the and one I where think... it really just kind of disappeared off everybody's map. Because, I mean, I was really excited about the first one. And then the second one, less so. And then the third one, it was just like, oh, that's coming out? Why? <laughs> well, the first one, the only thing I was down on is that, oh, man, I got to keep collecting these things to stay warm. I said, mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> but when I played it, it was all right. It was an all right game. All right, uh, so what we got? New releases. Yeah, we got new release. <laughs> oh, uh, only one only game. The really big one this week that's worth talking about is Hitman 3. That's now on the PC, PS4, oh, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Stadia, and also for the Nintendo Switch as a cloud streaming Yeah, game. that seems like we're going to be seeing that a lot with the... Like, they're going to start trying to get these games so they can, mm-hmm. you can play on the Switch through cloud, through the cloud streaming. I would like that to is, see, I, that's interesting that Nintendo has really they're doing this. Like I would yeah. think they go because because well, they're so afraid of they're online. They're letting it happen, I guess. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. I would like to see like these companies kind of start to either. And that's why I would just like to see like Stadia or Game Pass, Xbox, X Cloud, or whatever be on there where it's like one launcher and then I choose the game that I want to stream. I don't want to have 50 million different kind of like, oh, I've got the the thing that Hitman uses to stream games and then I got the thing that Control uses. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's yeah. more me just not wanting to pay for each individual streaming thing. Like that's that's kind of where my limit for paying for things that can go away stops, right? Like as a monthly service where I have multiple different games, I'm like, cool, awesome. But if you're making me pay the game that I may pay for the entire game that I may be losing access to, which is part of my problem with like a stadia or like one of these games, like a controller Hitman three on the switch. It's like, if you take the servers down, I'm never going to be able to play that game again but I actually bought the game. Whereas like game pass, I'm like, okay, I'm paying for a pass to access these games that I know come and go as they please. Kind of, you know what I mean? I kind of wish it was that you, if you buy the game, you automatically get that service. Like you can do the cloud service anywhere. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be only on switch. Absolutely, yeah. Like, yeah, if I buy it on Steam, then, oh, I can play it on the Switch. Like, yeah. I guess what we're really looking for here is is GeForce Now on the Switch, right? Basically, is like, is that, okay, let me buy yeah. this game on the PC, and then I can stream it to the Because this is it's not the same. Because you can't tell me it's the same as, like, oh, no, you're just buying the Switch game. No, it's not the same like that. I have to be online to play this game. Like, I literally have to play a single-player game online to play it. So I can't just be like, I want airplane mode or something like that. Or, right, yeah. like, yeah. So it's not the same. So you should at least let it be that I purchase this. I get to be, like, two purchases for one, at least. Even if I can't buy the game, I can't play it everywhere, like, on PS5 or 3 or, you know, or being 4 or whatever, mm-hmm. or Xbox. But if I choose one. Like I say, hey, I want to buy it on Xbox One, and you get to be part of the cloud system. Like you can play yeah. on, and then I can the stream cloud. it on any of those consoles because your yeah, your program exactly. should be on everything. Try someday want to live in Dominic. That's Joe Biden's America right there, Dominic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anything else? I think that's it for the week, then, Dominic. All right. Check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at D Stallworth5. I'm at Regulus MB. The podcast is at Superpod, S U P A P O D. Superpod.com is the website. It's got all the podcasts, as well as links to all the places you can find us iTunes, Stitcher, Google, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, where we have videos with gameplay behind them. And check us out there. Like, subscribe, thumbs up, smash that like button hit the bell icon, all those things that people on YouTube say when I watch their videos. Until next time, guys. See you later. All right. See you.